let's get into this, I suppose. All right. to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. It's episode 101. It's Monday night, March 14th, 2022. Thank you for listening. here tonight here with me tonight is brian clark in studio hello hi hey and coming to us virtually from st paul minnesota is bo brady heidi ho everybody (laughs) heidi ho what are we going to do tonight we're going to talk about a pick game it was the miami heat cleveland cavaliers i think we might talk about some low expectations and things going on around our low expectation teams. Not really sure where we're going to go with that yet. <laughs> we'll figure it out on the fly. Visit our website. It's houseofhoops.com. H-A-U-S of hoops.com. For links to social media, you can listen to the podcast. You can contact us. You can do some complaining on there. Or uh, you can do some shopping. Call us. 901-300-6575. Anytime you want. And leave a voicemail. We'll play it on air. And respond. So what's going on? How's everybody doing? Doing great, man. Nice. Good. Energy level up tonight? I think so. Yeah. I'll crash here in about 25 minutes. I just had a coffee, so. Ooh. (laughs) A full-on coffee? I'm going to be up all night. Just a a tiny iced coffee. Oh, just a little bit. Uh Gotcha. How are you doing, Brian? I'm good. You're good? Yeah. Spirits are up? Yeah. Good. What's been going on? How's your week? Uh, I mean, you know. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Nobody else does. You're right. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> Just been working and living. Word. Watch a little bit of basketball. Watch some Tiger basketball. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. A lot of Tiger basketball yeah. this week. A lot. Three games over the weekend. Uh, they won the quarterfinal and the semifinal in the AAC tournament. Lost the final game. 
Yeah. But that's okay. I, uh, the semifinal win kind of – everybody said that the, they pretty much had the NCAA tournament locked. I wanted to see them beat SMU mm-hmm. in the semifinal so they wouldn't have three wins over us this season. I was afraid that they would, the committee would find a way to put SMU in mm. if they'd beat us three times. But no, they handled their business. Indeed, came out came out flat in the final against Houston. Mm-hmm. But you know, while it would have been nice to win the AAC tournament, um, I'm happy that they are in the double NCAA tournament mm-hmm. for the first time since twenty Passner twenty fourteen. Josh Passner, yeah. Tigers look good. To me, it, it was Williams and Duran. Yeah. Those guys. The front court. Yeah. To me, I don't, they look good. Uh, Penny said he didn't know what was going on with the guys in the final game. It wasn't what he expected, I don't think. No. But whatever. They say it's hard to beat a team three times, and, uh, you know, SMU didn't beat us three times. Mm-hmm. We won the last matchup. We had beat Houston twice. In the regular season. Mm-hmm. So you can apply that logic to our our series against Houston as well. It's hard to, hard to beat a team three times. That's a good that's point. What, that's what everybody says. I don't oh. know if it's true or not, but that's what everybody says. So I'm just rolling with it. That Houston team looked fired up. They yeah. wanted it. Yeah. They just wanted it more, I think. I think it's that simple. You can talk about how the offense was ran and defensive adjustments and mm-hmm. shit like that, but... At the end of the day, I really think it was like an effort thing. Just watching the game is what it felt like. Felt like effort. We played them the last game of the regular season, and they came out fired up and talking some shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Tigers spanked them. Mm -hmm. So I think they had a little. Mm -hmm. They had a little extra motivation. (laughs) They got they got punked. Yeah. Last time they played the Tigers. So. (laughs) Good point. Yeah, by the third time you play somebody, you kind of got a good feel uh-huh. for their team, you know? Yeah. Makes sense. Hard to beat them three times. Still proud of them, man. That, that I felt like after winning the NIT last year, that was the next step was making the big tournament. Mm-hmm. So, fuck it. I'll take this step. I think the season is a success. Sure. Yeah. Now, if they win the whole thing, mm-hmm. or if they even win one game in the tournament, it's just icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. Yeah. They match up against uh, Boise State on Thursday in the first round. I don't know anything about Boise State. I know we beat them in the NIT tournament last year. They got that blue football field. Yeah. That's about all I know. Mm-hmm. Potatoes. Yeah. Potato parades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's Boise State, not University of Boise. Oh. Is there a University of Boise? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. <laughs> if we beat Boise, then we're matched up against uh, the overall number one seed, Gonzaga, who's been very good this year, who's typically very good. Mm-hmm. But let's get past Boise State first and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Let's let's win that game, and then we'll worry about we'll worry about Gonzaga. They got the Boise Bible College. Oh. Whatever that is. Hmm. Are they accredited? I wonder. Mm-hmm. They have a My buddy Tat lives in Boise. I should ask him what's up. Oh. Pat, call in. He didn't know shit. He's he's too busy skiing. <laughs> is Boise B- 
Bible college accredited. I mean, it's accredited by Jesus. The Association for Biblical Higher Education has accredited Boise Bible College for the last 31 years. What does that mean? What is a Bible college degree? <laughs> I think that's where guys go to learn to be priests and shit. Yeah, probably. Shit like that. They go to ministry training? Go to learn to be gemstones. That's where you go. <laughs> You can't be a gemstone in Idaho now. <laughs> it's either Memphis or South Carolina. <laughs> True. We got the phone number here. Let's call them. <laughs> eh. Bo, what have you been up to this this week? Oh, living the remodeling bathroom dream in the house. Mm-hmm. It's just contractors in and out making a fucking mess punching holes in walls and doing <laughs> shit like that yeah come on uh, in the actually the the main carpenter guy that is working with the con the contract company that we signed are, are using he's actually super nice and chill and cleans up and mm -hmm. is you know he's all you could ask for as far as a contractor goes so we got that going for us you know, it's 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 a process. It's gonna take two months. It's okay. Yeah. Just having people in your house all the time and making messes. Settle in, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting warmer. There's still snow on the ground here. Wow. But it'll be I think fifty five tomorrow. My garage has like an inch of ice on the floor of it, and so it won't close and lock. So if anybody needs to break into my garage tonight to steal whatever you want it's not locked leave the keys in the car but there's actually the car's locked and there's really nothing in that garage mm -hmm. so all the bikes and the lawnmower in the other garage locked up so the other garage yeah so we have two single stall garages oh, weird. one is attached yeah and then the other one is detached so i think they built the one the one that's not attached when the house was built in 1927, according to the carvings that are in the garage. And I think that's a Model T garage. So they built it for their Model T. Storage or that? Yeah, weird. For the Model T. Model T Ford. How bizarre. Yeah. You can pull it up on Google Maps and look at it if you're so inclined, but I'm assuming you're not a Google Map man. Sometimes. I'll send you guys a screenshot of it. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Send me a picture of your Model T. Yeah. Anyhow, so that uh, contractors, kids, snow's melting. Uh, watch Winning Time, episode two. Yes. Was it good? So good. I'm going to watch yes, it tonight. Yes, it was good. I'm going to watch it tonight after we do this dumb shit. I, I will say this. Since you didn't watch it, we won't get too far into it. But episode two is more jerry west focused more yeah and mark stein i guess he's unemployed right now because he wrote this on his sub stack which i think you could subscribe to so maybe that's his his uh his means of whatever right now but anyway I, mark stein we all like and respect his stuff i would assume i do mm -hmm. he uh said that it's exaggerated and inaccurate as far as jerry west's 
outbursts in public and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah, I think we all agree. Like, it's just a, it's a dramatization. The show is just for fun. Yeah, I think so. Well, looking forward to watching it. Bo, it snowed here last week. That's what I heard. It's like a blizzard came through. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's fucking bizarre as hell. Yeah. I was outside. It looked like a thunderstorm was coming. And then it got really cold. And it was like the thunderstorm came, but instead of rain and thunder and lightning, it was just a blizzard of snow all at once. Did you go did you run out and get bread and milk or did you just let it let it ride? I was working. So I just let it happen. But the streets got like just completely covered. Like it wasn't really cold on the ground or anything, but the streets and everything got covered in snow. Like a lot. I would say several inches. It just seemed unusual. It was 80 degrees in Memphis last week. It's fucking ridiculous. It's temperatures. Yeah, Bo, you've been in the restaurant before. We have that just a huge window across the front of uh, yeah. of the dining room and and so we're looking out the window and you, you couldn't see across the street it was coming down so hard wow it was like the hardest snow i've seen <laughs> a lot. in memphis yeah in a short amount of time mm-hmm. like three hours or something mm-hmm. snowing hard for about three hours yeah mm-hmm. that's pretty wild in memphis in march yeah i thought so it's supposed to be like warming up and shit down here nope yeah, I mean, by the by the time the sun went down the following day on Saturday, it had mostly. I mean, I woke up in the morning and there was no snow on the streets. It was, it never got cold enough to stick and cause any problems. But no. Oh, I was gonna. I meant to tell you guys this last week, and I, I didn't tell you. I did go to the uh, home opener for the Minnesota United Football Club. How was that last weekend? Mm-hmm. It was raining and about thirty-five degrees. So it was pretty miserable, but the seats we were in happened or just covered enough. So we weren't getting rained on. And then there was lightning. And so there was a, a game delay and we ended up leaving after the second bolt of lightning because we had to get back to the kids. Mm-hmm. But th- it was fun. Soccer is fun. But before we get into it, I have a question. <laughs> yeah. Did you make the playoffs in our fantasy basketball league uh, i made the playoffs in our fantasy basketball league did you uh, i did actually you did yes congratulations Jeff, did you make the playoffs congratulations on you guys making the playoffs what a joy that must be to have a chance at the title i swear to god dude miles turner he was one of my highest costing players he hasn't played in like two months <laughs> That'll that'll do it for you. I did get Clay Thompson, and he's been big, but I think Miles Turner. That was the Julius Julius Randall and Miles Turner were supposed to be my front court. And this is a twenty team league, mm-hmm. so that's a pretty solid front court in a twenty team league. But disappointing season. I missed the fucking playoffs. I beat Evan, who was in first place. I beat him last week. And then missed the playoffs by the difference between me being in and out was I had a loss and the guy who got in had a tie. So he was like 
I can pull up the records, but mm-hmm. he's like 72, 68, and four ties. And I was like 72, 69, and three mm-hmm. ties. Something like that. It's like one little fucking thing away. <laughs> I'm frustrated beyond belief. Take a lot of pride in my fantasy basketball prowess and... Disappointing is an understatement. Disappointed is an understatement on the season. But it's okay. I'm going to come back even hungrier next year. You guys are all in big fucking trouble. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Now, Bo, my player here stopped playing. What ga- Are you watching a game right now? I got the Wolves uh, Spurs on. Yeah, I had it on, and it stopped fucking working. Yeah, mine stopped. I just had to reset it. Reset it. So I was going to say, as far as uh, your highest played player, I I made a mistake and I did not spend all my money. I left twenty five dollars on the table out of two hundred dollars in that fantasy draft, mm-hmm. and I still made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe some slightly better choices. So maybe I could have went ahead and spent a little more money, and I could yeah. be winning this league. <clears throat> Next year, I'm spending all my money in the first three rounds. <laughs> I think you, with the way Yoke, I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like Jokic has got a target, and then he's gonna he's gonna be out half the year next year. I'm spending all my money on Jokic and Giannis. No shit, man. I don't care. So starting in 2015, 2016, 80 games played. 2016, 2017, 73 games played. 17, 18, 75 games. Next year, 80 games. Next year, 73 games. Next year, 72 games. In a 72 this, game season, and then. This year he's at sixty-one. Yep. So, if you got a guy that's putting up essentially 25, 11, and eight every night, that's good. And shooting fifty-seven percent from the field, which is insanity, and eighty percent from the line. So this year he's tw- at twenty-six points a game, almost fourteen rebounds a game, eight assists, over a steal, almost a block a game, and fifty-seven percent from the line or from the field crazy did he miss games this year i've seen that they've played 68 games yeah he missed um he's played 61 so he has not played he, every game he missed a few one, he played every game last year missed one game early on then he missed four in a row mm-hmm. missed a random game here a random game there mm-hmm. okay he got he i don't remember how long his suspension was for injuring one of the morris brothers oh that's right he got one game for that <laughs> You know, so on a on a so when that happens, when Jokic hurts a guy like Markeith Morris or whichever Morris it was, mm-hmm. so this is what Adam Silver does. He gets out the Ouija board and gets David Stern on the line, <laughs> and and so David Stern just said one game, one game. <laughs> yeah. It's Jokic. It's one game. Yeah, I like this 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 the Stern suspension Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> Jokic one game. <laughs> Demarcus Cousins, do you think five games? Do you think uh, <laughs> Silver probably goes? How many games do I suspend Jokic for? And Stern just led his hands just to the number one on the Ouija game. <laughs> <laughs> on the Ouija board. Uh, <laughs> LeBron James, we're gonna rescind that flagrant foul. <laughs> Zero. Zero games. Yeah, it's at the end of the night, every night. 
Mm-hmm. Silver sits down with the Ouija board. And- <laughs> asking so asking stern questions. I love it. I can see it. He's I see um Silver in like a black hoodie, like a black sweatsuit with the hood pulled up over his <laughs> bald ass head. Oh yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> some kind maybe some kind of dark robe. I think we're really on to something here. <laughs> Sounds like a t-shirt idea. (laughs) (laughs) Silver and his Ouija board. Let's see. What did I do this week? I'm going to be honest with you guys for a change. (laughs) I got hammered yesterday. We almost called this podcast off (laughs) tonight (laughs) because of yesterday. (laughs) I am like barely alive right now. Between the Tiger game and then the Grizzlies game and just being out watching those games in public places. And then um, I stayed up all night, pretty late, fucking racing Gran Turismo, doing bad things. A buddy came over. We played uh, played Turismo and we played a bunch of hockey games. <laughs> Getting... Uh, he brought a bottle of whiskey over. I don't know if he left with a bottle of whiskey or if it was gone. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> Today's been rough. I won't do it again next week. What else did I do this week? I spent one night at one of my favorite hangouts. It was something just for me. Brian, you know where. I think I know where too. Do we want to say where? No free advertising. Yeah, that's kind of the way I look at it. But uh, that was that was a really nice night for me, and that's pretty much the only thing I did for me this w- last week. That was fun though. I like going in that place because all the bartenders are like, "Hey, you want to try something new?" Uh-huh. Like, "Hey, I brought this from home. You want to try this?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I'll have some of your mystery booze." <laughs> yeah. Like what the fuck? The last time you and I went up there together, yeah, they got us pretty pretty lit they love us up there yeah it's if i'm gonna go somewhere nice once a week or every other week sometimes that's my spot what's funny is that the night after you went up there uh me and the wife went up there and ate dinner yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're just coming in one by one i got rip shit on wine (laughs) (laughs) nice we had some this was a long time ago. We had some friends and my parents had some friends in town and we took them to brunch there. My parents had never been, I don't think. So my parents' friends and my parents were very pleased. Yeah. It seems like a place your parents would like to go. You know? Yeah, they their their friends live in just outside New Orleans, so they're obviously oh yeah food inclined. So they were impressed. It's not like super fancy, but it's like quality, you know. So everything there is good. You could say it's kind of like it would be if you walked into that place in New Orleans and you ate there, you'd be like, this was a great meal in New Orleans, mm-hmm. that kind of a place. Yeah, you could I think compare so. it to. It'd probably be in the Garden District or something. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Brian? Where would yeah. that place be? <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, shifting gears a little bit. I'm, I'm not a big Arcade Fire fan, but they were they played a secret show in New Orleans last night. And they're playing a show tonight in New Orleans for free. Oh wow! And and you had you had to get in line this morning at 10 a.m. to get a wristband, 
and it was a donate what you could and they're going to give it to like a, a ukraine fund or something mm. but i thought that was i was like damn that's really cool good for them that is cool i wish i could have gone to that i've never i seen mean i would go i would definitely go see an arcade fire show in that, in that circumstance I, i've kind of burnt myself out on them i haven't listened to them in probably four years but brian's seen them seen them a handful of times i've seen them in new orleans oh wow those guys love new orleans I want to say, I want to say they recorded one of their albums there. I believe it. Um, but they're in and out of New Orleans all the time. Yeah, they played Jazz Fest one year and like came out into the like walked out into the crowd, <laughs> like playing, just like walking around. Mm -hmm. It was it was pretty crazy. Yeah, they're fun. They they have a new. Uh, I think they have a new album coming out and they have a single being released on Thursday. Oh, so it's like promotional too. Uh, I I would I would say yes and no. I think they're probably ramping up for a tour. You would assume, mm -hmm. but they're doing it on their own terms. It sounds like, which is cool. Yeah, that's awesome. They're a band that I didn't really get when they first came out. Uh, my wife was like really really into them, and I just didn't. Whatever my headspace was at the time, she was listening to that album a lot, and I was like, I just don't get it. <sighs> I don't like all their stuff. And then I think their their third album came out, The Suburbs. And for some yeah. reason, like that's the yeah. one that like clicked with me and I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I kind of went back and listened. Like I had a reference point. I was like, Oh, okay, I, I like these guys. They got some No, their there's their stuff's great. They got some bangers. Yeah, the, they really do. The first time I saw them was on that suburbs tour. They played at the Orpheum here in Memphis. The Grizzlies were playing the Spurs in the playoffs. That was the year of the infamous Tony Parker wasn't able to get into Iris. <laughs> mm. And there was the big story. It was a, you know, it was going around town that Kelly English told Tony Parker, like, no, <laughs> not serving any spurs. <laughs> and in reality, they're just, they're like a 10 table restaurant and they were completely booked. And he's like, dude, I'm sorry. I just can't, you know, <laughs> you got to make a reservation like everybody else. I can't fit you. But who was, <clears throat> I want to say it was like, Richard Jefferson and Matt Bonner, I think, were mm -hmm. like at the show. Mm. I think it was those two. That makes sense. And uh, people were like waving growl towels and booing them. <laughs> they were just they were just like sitting <laughs> in seats with everybody else. Yeah, I think there was like a whoop that trick chant. And I mean, they were eating it up. They loved it. You know, they were they were having a good time. <laughs> I'm sure. That, I'm assuming the fans were doing it and. And jest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody was like threatening to like kick their ass. I mean, it's an arcade fire show. It wasn't a fucking Slayer show. You know, it wasn't a uh, monster truck rally. Mm -hmm. No, <laughs> they did not say grace before the show. <laughs> Wait, did that did that happen at the monster truck show you went to? <laughs> no, well, the fuck they they did say. All right, everybody, remove your hats and let's say the pledge of allegiance to the greatest nation in the entire in the entire world, or something like that. <laughs> and then they were playing some shitty country music, and it referenced God at some point. And they said, "Let's go, Brandon." <laughs> that, that was implied. Mm -hmm. I saw some asshole wearing a shirt that said "Let's go, Brandon" the other day. I was like, "Why don't you just?" First of all, you coward! Why don't you wear a Donald Trump shirt <laughs> <Yeah>. instead? <laughs> And second of all, why don't you just tell everyone you're a fucking open racist? Just uh, that stuff's funny to me, just because just like just say, uh, fuck Joe Biden, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, oh yeah, right. Just 
Yeah. Like they think it's some like funny code, you know? Yeah. Like they're in this club and like nobody else. We're in this club. Nobody else knows what it means. That shit's so fucking played and, uh, out and not fucking funny. Whatever. I would just openly say like, fuck Donald Trump. I didn't care. <laughs> or like I didn't have to say like, you know, I didn't have to make up a, a cute catchphrase for it. <laughs> I could just go like, I don't like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's a grifter and a narcissist. Fuck him. So speaking of monster truck rallies and the circus and things like that, uh, <laughs> the big three mm. had some tryouts this week, and uh, Delonte West was spotted trying really? out for the big three. Really? Yeah. Want to know how it went? Please tell us. Check out this picture of him. I saw the picture. Did you see it, Bo? Oh, man. Yeah. He doesn't look well. Nah, he's he's cleaned up though now. Yeah. He's on meds and sober and shit. I'd heard that uh Mark Cuban reached out to him. He looks like uh he's spent a lot of time in the sun. Out. I hope he I hope he's turned it around, you know. So he goes to tryouts, splashing four pointers <laughs> in the big three tryouts. So a handful of players get uh, invited to the big three pre draft combine. That's in May 14th in Las Vegas. That'll be good. We should go to that. <clears throat> but, uh, <laughs> okay. The big three draft is later that month, but, uh, Delonte made an invite to the combine. So nice. Good, good for him. Yeah, that's awesome. Things have gone well for West, and that's good. I guess he's preparing for his little comeback, which is awesome, man. So he, he was he was he was good man when he played when he was playing. Yeah, he was on that Braun Cavs team. He was the, he was the player that like you hated him, but if he was on your team, you'd love him. Yeah, I'm he thinking was that guy. For some reason, Matt Barnes pops into my head. Yeah, something like that. Patrick mm -hmm. Beverly, Delonte West related. There was a uh, that commercial that first aired during the All-Star game where it's like it's like LeBron talking to young LeBron. I forget what the commercial yep. was for. Yeah. And somebody of course, I think immediately like memed it. And it's like it's old LeBron telling young younger LeBron like, "Hey, keep Delonte away from mom." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. So, yeah, let's stay on basketball. Let's move on. Let's move it along. Is there anything um, in hoops that either of you want to talk about specifically? One thing that stands out is that Pop is now the all-time winningest coach in NBA history. Okay. As I reported, um, maybe on the last podcast or one before, that, that, yeah, he could break that record this season. That's correct. <laughs> it was reported. You heard it here first. <laughs> They're losing tonight, the game that we're watching. Yeah. Losing to the Wolves. Looks like it's getting a little out of hand. It's a 10-point game with five minutes left. I don't know. Who did they beat that record against? Was it Friday? It was the last game I believe they played. They lost to the Pacers. They beat the Jazz on Friday. Is that it? They beat the Lakers on Monday. It must have been the Jazz game. Mm -hmm. It's a good win to get that record. I saw a video. They started like, uh, like the team started rallying behind 
Popovich, and they they tried to you know they're all dancing on him and shit. Mm-hmm. And Popovich is like, no. <laughs> like you could see he you could tell that he knew he there was nothing he could really do about it. But he did. I don't think he wanted to like celebrate on the court because they quickly like get off the court and like start going back to the yeah. locker room. Yeah. To me, Popovich is a guy that's like, let's go celebrate in the locker yeah. room. We got some. Not in front of the fans. Magnums of some A to Z Pinot back there. <laughs> <laughs> let's get after it. A to P. <laughs> a to Z Pinot. Oh, I like A to P better. A to Popovich. Should have, we should have saved that bottle last week for this week. Oh, well. <clears throat> so be it. Congrats. Congratulations, Pop, if you're listening. He's probably listening. Yeah. I think he, uh, he definitely is. There's some kind of funny stuff that happened in the league this week. We're watching the Timberwolves game now. Mm, yeah. The last game that the Wolves played, uh, Mo Bamba injured Patrick Beverly. He had to go to the hospital and get stitches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently after Patrick Beverly left the hospital, he met Mo Bamba in the player parking lot and knocked on his window and demanded an apology. Damn. <laughs> in a parking lot? Like in the garage? Yeah. <laughs> Apologize. Go ahead. <laughs> Apologize. Kiss it. <laughs> that is, uh, that's some Patrick Beverly shit right there. <laughs> yeah. I want, what, and what was... Uh, was it Mo Bamba? Yeah. What was his response? That doesn't say. <laughs> I'm sure he's like, oh, bro, come on, man. It's just a game. Just that it happened. They must. They probably talked it out. You would think. But that's a pretty bold fucking move from the little guy. Stalking people in yeah. parking garages. That's how you get smoked, homie. Mm-hmm. Come up to my car in a parking garage. Find out. You don't know what Mo Bamba's rolling with. Mm-hmm. Pat Beverly was on JJ Reddick's podcast last week. Yeah. Did you listen? I listened to some of it. I didn't have time to listen to the whole thing. He did talk about like that Russell Westbrook shit and how Westbrook says that he's just out there yelling and running around. And then now all of a sudden, all that, that's what everybody thinks. He's like, it's fucking bullshit. Just because Westbrook fucking says it, everybody fucking believes him. And it, like, really hurt his career. It, like, fucked him up with coaches. It was pretty bad for his career because that's people just fucking believed it. He's like, dude, it's not what's happening. He seems like a really well-spoken, like, cool fucking dude, to be honest. He's a smart dude, and he made it out of a tough situation growing up in Chicago, you know? Yeah. He's not Bobby Hurley. He had a a tough upbringing. Right. I don't think Donald Sterling would have drafted him. No, I'm happy for him and I'm happy for the Wolves. I'm repeat myself, but the Pat Beverly was a steal (laughs) narrative coming out of the Minnesota Timberwolves (laughs) fan boards is just stupid. Oh, yeah. And Pat Bev also talked about. Chris Paul, like, shoving him in the back. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, dude, I've known Chris Paul forever. He's like, that dude is a little f- shit. <laughs> He's like, that dude does all kinds of dirty little trick plays all game. Mm-hmm. And he said uh, the reason he pushed him from behind was he had just had enough of his shit. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just frustrated and just lost control for a minute. 
He's just so sick of Chris Paul. <laughs> and that's a really good uh, episode. If anybody wants to give it a listen, you can find it. Just type in Pat Beverly and JJ Reddick. Yeah, I'd like to listen to that. It it's on my list. I forgot about it. Yeah, he talks about a lot of stuff like how, like, why it's so hard to guard Luka Doncic. Talks about a bunch of stuff. It's really good. It'll make you like Patrick Beverly, I think. <laughs> like he's trying to get. I don't know if he's trying to, but it definitely like refocused my opinion. I think on he's Pat trying Bev. to like rehab his his image a little bit, maybe a little bit. Yeah, I think he's just telling his side of the story because he doesn't have an opportunity or yeah. a platform to do that because right. he's not chris paul or, or right. westbrook right right yeah the chris paul thing i mean it was dumb when it happened right it was dirty it was shitty i can understand where he's coming from I mean, chris paul's a yeah he's a known nard puncher he punches people in the nuts well chris paul <laughs> does a bunch of dirty shit all throughout mm-hmm. the game and the refs don't ever call it and then as soon as somebody does something to Chris Paul, he exaggerates it and throws his arms up. Yeah. And he's really good at working the refs, and he's got them in his pocket, essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh, he can he can get the game swayed his way in a lot of ways during the game. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe guys like Pat Beverly, they kind of resent guys like Chris Paul for being able to do that, their power in the league as mm-hmm. a player. What else did he talk about? He talked about Steph Curry a little bit, I think, because they've known each other for a long time, too. It was really good. That's my point. I don't have to go all into it. I enjoyed it. What else has been going on? Is there any news? We could talk about teams that have been eliminated from the playoffs. Who are those teams? Let's see. Who's been completely the Orlando Magic? Out. Let's see the Detroit Pistons, and that's it for now. Okay. We haven't done pit games on either of those teams, have we? We did Orlando. Okay. We did not do Detroit. We haven't done Detroit or Houston, teams with the two number highest draft picks. Yeah. So yeah, Detroit. Eliminated. Houston is not far from being eliminated. You would think. Like a game now, probably. Do they play each other at some point the rest of the season? I think they already played. It was earlier in the season. Do you remember that uh, Moses Brown dude? He's the big tall guy that played for Dallas. Yeah, the the tall brown guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Moses Brown. We got waived from Dallas. Oh, man. We missed that as a news mm. report. But he signed, and this has to do with our pick game, he signed a 10-day deal with uh, Cleveland. Oh. Mm. Cleveland loves tall guys. <laughs> he got into the pick game. He played uh, about two minutes. Oh, I missed that. In the pick game. I just wanted to kind of bring that up as a a league transaction. Why is Carl Anthony Carl Anthony Towns like in the stands high fiving fans and stuff? <laughs> I think uh Wolves fans are the only people left in the stands. <laughs> That's fucking empty. Yeah. Uh he has sixty points. Oh. I was just franchise it's a franchise record. Oh. I was just reading something today that, that nope we haven't had a sixty point game yet this season. Mm. Well there you go. 
Here it is from seven hours ago. No players had a 60-point game so far this season. Keldon Johnson got 30 in this game. Well, Cat got twice that. That's, yeah, that's half a 60. <laughs> yes. Okay, so not really a lot of news, I don't think. No. Oh, my God. What? Who was that? Uh, number three. Number that was three. just an ankle, though. Yeah, but it went sideways. It did, but it wasn't a knee. Yeah. Rolled his ankle. Yeah, I thought I was going to. Oh, was McDaniels? Oh, no. I thought I was going to look up and, 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 and I was going to throw up the way he wrecked. <laughs> it, yeah, his, his foot went sideways. He'll be all right, but maybe not for 12 to 16 <laughs> weeks. Damn. Those ankle sprains are not good. That's too bad. Josh Richardson sitting there chewing on his nails. <laughs> I could be in Boston. <laughs> I could be in Boston. <laughs> eating lobster rolls. But instead I'm eating these fucking chalictas or whatever they're called in San Antonio. <laughs> they're too crunchy. I don't like this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a fucking taco here. <laughs> <laughs> It's getting kind of late. Let's move on to the pick game of the week. What are the teams? Cleveland, Cavaliers, and uh, Miami Heat. Yes, that's the teams. They were set to play a game. It was Friday night. It was in my Miami. <laughs> Miami? How do you say it, Bo? Miami. Oh. Cavs. The Cavs, uh, the Cavs have had Miami's number this year. Miami's kind of uh, not been full strength like at all this whole season, it seems like to me. And the Cavs have really picked it up since last season. So that's kind of why we picked the game is because the Cavs are on their way up. They consider themselves. They kind of went all in on winning with some trades this year. So the Cavs are on their way up. They're over 500. It's a good team. So we wanted to see how they matched up against the number one team in the East, the Miami Heat. It's kind of why we picked them. But it seems like Miami's had trouble staying healthy this season. So the Cavs won both of the previous matchups this season against Miami. December 1st, the Cavs won 111 to one to 85 in Miami. December 13th, the Cavs won 105 to 94 in Cleveland. Two nothing. Do these teams play again? I do not believe so. I think that's it. So this is round three of the series. Miami's probably looking to not get swept by Cleveland in the season series. The Cavs were a low expectation team that we didn't have high expectations for going into the season, right? Like, oh, they're not going to be any good. They were so bad last year. And what did they add? They added... 
Evan Mobley. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it. Yeah, he's not very good, is he? I think he's I think he's a rookie of the year, ain't he? Oh, he's the second coming of Kevin Garnett, maybe? Is he? Is he like that? I don't think anybody's like that, but it's possible his impact as a rookie is like that. Hmm. Mobley good. Yeah, I'm going to go with he's really good. Yeah, I think he's good. I also think he kind of got punked out a little bit in this game. Mobley got his. He got 19. Bam went off, though. Bam. Bam dominated that dude. It seemed like Bam could do whatever the fuck he wanted on Mobley. That's what it looked like in the game. The Cavs are a low-expectation team that overachieved this year. Uh, I think a lot like Chicago. I could put them on that level. Yeah. Chicago only has two more wins than Cleveland right now. Yeah, Cleveland Cleveland would have been a good lower expectations team for us to pick. Or would have been a good one. I just I picked Chicago because I just wanted to watch Chicago. Yeah. It's probably more fun. Yeah. But I mean, hey, Cleveland's been fun to watch too. And that's what with no Rubio getting hurt, which we thought was gonna Mm, that's what it was. was. Gonna, we Rubio. thought that was going to kneecap them. Damn. And then Sexton as well. Mm-hmm. They took some hits, huh? Yeah. Then they went and they got uh, Rajon Rondo. Yeah. <laughs> I do have in my notes playoff Rondo. Yeah. Yeah, that that crazy pass to Mobley, if you all remember that. And uh, mm-hmm. let's pour one out for Rubio. For real. I had that in my notes. <laughs> that's it? Just Just saying. <laughs> that's all what'd you guys uh make of this game it was fun until the heat just said you know what you guys are not as good as we are and when was that third quarter second half yeah i feel like it was really in between when the game started and the first time out when was the first time out miami jumped out to a, a nano run oh yeah oh, they did that's true and then, but and then cleveland called a timeout yeah, Cleveland came back though. They did. They were, the Miami went up twelve to one after like five minutes in the game. Yeah, right off the bat, at the beginning of the game, I caught two interesting stats. Okay. Uh, the first one, I did not realize that Cleveland has the best defensive ranking in the league. Oh. Yeah, they are number one in points allowed. Meaning they allow the least points. It's like one oh three, right? Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, they're number one in defensive rating in the NBA so far this season. Pretty. F- I didn't know that. Pretty fucking solid. Yeah. Um, it's all those big guys inside. Yeah, they got a they got a lot of tall dudes, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, stat number two: Miami has the ugliest city uniforms in the league. <laughs> True. Those things are awful. <laughs> It's like they use, they use like every font they've ever used, yeah, and just kind of like mix up the letters. It looks like a, it looks like a ransom note, <laughs> and they they use the same, like kind of font on the court. It just looks bad. It looks clownish. The jersey honors a history of winning championships on the court and defining culture off of it. 
a signature collage of letters and numbers from eight of the franchise's most iconic uniforms all woven together. So that explains the, um, they did submit a don't say gay city edition to the league, but Adam (laughs) Silver rejected it. (laughs) I was reading, it says, uh, just above the jock tag appears 15 strong in quotations. That was the, uh, rallying cry from uh when they won that title with Dwayne Wade and Shaq. Oh yeah. That first one. Hmm. The one where James Posey and Jay Will were on that team. It was fifteen strong. It was like uh Pat Riley's mantra. That's a good one. Nobody's ever used some iteration of that before. <laughs> Never heard of anybody any sports team using something like that before. It's <laughs> quite original. So, yeah, it is supposed to be, like, thrown together. I don't know. It kind of looks cool, but Brian doesn't like it. It is kind of fucking weird. It's like somebody with no graphic design experience ever. It's just like, Mm -hmm. take this M, this I, (laughs) and copy and paste them all together in Photoshop, and that'll be our jersey. Y'all don't know. uh, I mean, I know it's usually pretty warm. In Miami, but if they have a uh, if they have a furnace at the FTX arena, mm-hmm. uh, they should throw those uniforms in that furnace. <laughs> Never wear them again. Do you guys know that it's FTX arena now? It's not um, American Airlines arena. Did not know that. Hmm. No idea what FTX is. If I had to guess, I would say it is a crypto company. <laughs> I bet it's a bank or an insurance firm. Let's see here. Miami Heat <laughs> home to be called FTX Arena. It's NFT. It's cryptocurrency. <laughs> cryptocurrency exchange secures naming rights. <laughs> wow. Ooh, how many years? 20? It's not going to be there 20 years from now. Oh, yeah. Are you from the future? Yeah. Well, no, we're heading towards the nuclear war, guys. I wonder if that company's from the Miami area. I wonder. Why would they choose that? The name change is part of a 19-year, $135 million rights agreement with FTX. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 30 years? 19 years. Oh, 19. $135 million. That's a lot of cash. That's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of bored apes to trade for naming rights. <laughs> no. It's a lot of, uh, that's more invisible friends than one person could possibly have. That's a lot of fucking, uh, crypto transfer. Fees for $130 million. Sorry, $135 million. Bo, how about the game? I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, man. The Miami's ball movement stuck out to me right away. Yeah. You know, we had brought up James Posey earlier. Mm-hmm. 
imagine replace like taking whatever version of prime James Posey or you know role player James Posey you want and trading him for PJ Tucker. It's like same player. I feel like maybe is Tucker bigger. No, about the same. No, about the same. I think Tucker's probably a little, little more. He plays in the post more and defends in the post more. Yeah. yeah. He's less of a wing player, more of a post player. Rebounder, but bruiser. They, they, he reminds me of Posey a little bit. Hmm. The guy you want in your team. Hmm? He shoots it a lot. Hadn't been going in, but he shoots it a lot. No, he goes, yeah. What a crazy story that guy's had on his career. From Tucker, yeah. Yeah, being out of the NBA and back in to being a champion, mm-hmm. role player. And a wild ride for that dude. So, uh, yeah, they were making extra passes, finding the open man, Miami. Really stuck out to me. What do we know about the Miami Heat? Tell me everything you know about the Miami Heat. They can't have a body weight above a certain place, certain yeah. point. I know this. They're real strict. It's a strict, cu- little cultish. Yeah, it's a strict uh, franchise. It's culture, not not a cult. It's culture. Oh, it's cult sure. Sure, yeah, there you go. Culture. <laughs> Uh, if I was an NBA team owner, I would not have a problem with that sort of culture. Mm-hmm. Tractor trailer could not be on my team, and I guess that wouldn't be the worst thing. Yeah, rest in peace, big man. I guess you're just kind of holding guys accountable at that point. You know, I, yeah, I like that. I think Pat Riley sets the tone at the top, and that's not the worst thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm fascinated by the Lowry and Butler backcourt and see what they can do in the playoffs. And if Bam's healthy, I feel like that's that's a really good, you know, big three, as you would call it. I, I like their the wing play they have. And, uh, you know, I said Tucker's kind of like Posey, but he's kind of a big, kind of a wing. You have Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero. Those guys can... If you could have had those guys on the grit and grind Grizz, you would have been happy to have them. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I feel like they have a good mix of role-playing wings, alpha male, ball dominators, defensive big guy, mm-hmm. and they've got that uh, that other other feller, other big feller from uh, Atlanta that's now with them. What's his name? Dwayne Dedman. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he he fits. He can hit threes, and he's a good defender. Mm-hmm. He's a good backup center for them. Yeah, he's tall. Mm-hmm. Miami's kind of like a good mix of young talent and veteran mm-hmm. players too. And the all like top to bottom, those all those players are scrappy and yeah, ready to go. Yeah, I think so. Kyle Lowry looks a little rusty. He did in this game. Yeah, but he's been out for personal reasons. So mm-hmm. he's, kinda, he's had a lot going on. Come but, playoff time, he'll be ready to roll. Exactly. His shots weren't going. He, even his lob passes were a little off. He had four fouls halfway through the third quarter. I believe he will get it together by the playoffs. I think that's what these next few weeks are for contending teams. It's Kyle Lauer. He's a champion. Mm-hmm. It's time to get everything right. Get all your uh, 
transmissions and suspensions all kind of fine-tuned for elite competition. Get everything aligned. Yeah. Get everything set up, ready to go for the playoffs. That's what the next few weeks are for contending teams. The Heat, the heat are no different. Uh, I know that their arena is going to be named something else in five years. <laughs> I know. You don't think it's already paid? That <laughs> they've got a great bench. They've got uh, Tyler Hero, uh, Max Drews, who's who's looked really good. Uh, and they've got Oladipo back. Yeah. Those are three guys that, that can score. Um, I'd like them coming off the bench for for my basketball team. Got the youth there. They've got Haslam picking up their jerseys when they check in. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, You're at seven? Yeah, I mean. Uh, in a pinch? Sure. I'm not sold on him as a, as a big contributor when the playoffs start. That's just more of like uh, the mix of young and veteran mm-hmm. players, though. You know, like yeah. they've got him for down the road. Or or a trade piece. I mean, he wasn't a big minutes guy in this game. He's not going to play a lot of minutes in in the postseason unless Mm-mm. somebody gets hurt. But dead, he's dead men's backup. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Or maybe PJ Tucker's backup. Maybe. No, that's Haslam. Yeah. <laughs> he's the other PJ Tucker. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get out, go out there, and get you plus eighteen and two points. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous <laughs> that that is true and it, and it happened <laughs> oh hey let's look at the uh okay the records and our over-unders on these two teams miami has 45 wins right now the over-under is 48 and a half are they gonna get it are they gonna win three more games i think so yes we all took over. Of course we did. They added Kyle Lowry. We would have won that bet. And Vegas had them at negative 115 for the under, negative 108 for the over. Vegas was leaning towards the over. That's what that means. So, yeah. And then uh, Cleveland, how many wins they got? 39. Over under was 27 and a half. Ooh, what'd I do? What'd Brian do? What'd you do? And that was even money if you took the over or under. Uh, it was the same. I mean, it was negative 110 for over or under. So it was even that way. So Vegas didn't really have an, you didn't have an advantage by picking over or under. We all went under. Ooh. So that's it. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, so that says we had no faith. Talk about low expectations. We are all so stupid. We just we didn't see it happening. Well, we didn't think Mobley. We knew Bickerstaff was good, right? Right, guys? Yeah, but 27 games, that puts, uh, puts them in like the last three teams in the East. That would have made them one of the last uh, three or four teams in the East. No, they are not bottom dwellers. Yeah, that would have put them around uh, the Pacers and the Knicks, probably. Yeah, I'm like sure one we of took, those. We all, I'm sure we took the over on both those teams. Uh, we were split on the Pacers, 42 wins. They have 23. Bo said over. Brian 
and Jeff or Brian said under. Look at you, and I said over. And who was the other one? The Knicks. I think we all said over on the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all said over forty-one. I thought that was kind of interesting. So the Heat are on track to do what they were supposed to do. They're going to overachieve. Cleveland's overachieved. But yeah, Bam was a big part of the success in this game, I think. Just dominating Mobley. He was playing like an aggressive big man. Dunking and shit. What do we know about Cleveland? They're very tall. Yeah. Got a lot of tall guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, one point in the first quarter, they had yeah Mobley, Love, and Markinen out there mm-hmm. with I think it was a Coro and Darius Garland. Mm-hmm. So they're tall. Yeah. Then they've got Dean Wade, Ed Davis. <laughs> Ed Davis. Yeah, they hang their hat on defense and length, guarding the basket. I know Jared Allen is out indefinitely. And he is on the opposing fantasy team of mine in Championship League. Yeah. Oh, that gives you an edge. I guess it does. I'd rather him be out there. Mm. Yeah. But what do I know about Cleveland? In, just in general, Darius Garland is an all-star this year. I like Kevin Love in the role he's in. Mm-hmm. And I hate that he kind of was unhinged. Was it last year he was kind of unhinged a little bit? Yeah, I think he was having trouble, trouble accepting his new role. Right, and and I, I'm on the record saying that, man, you won a ch- championship with that franchise, and they paid you the maximum. Mm-hmm. Just go out there and play basketball. Like, what? Like, that's just your lot in life now mm-hmm. as an NBA championship, NBA champion, and a max player. Is you're hitched to this franchise that you won a championship with, and they're not good anymore. So what? So I'm glad that it, he's come around, and I like the role he's in. It fits with their youngsters being on rookie contracts, and he's still a really good player, but he's not, should not be a featured player. Good six man, like a aging Mano Ginobili, but he's six eleven. Yeah. I've, got, I've got on my notes that uh, in my notes it says, "Kevin Love looks good!" Exclamation point. Good, good, good. Uh, yeah, he lo- he's like still aggressive. He's getting some aggressive rebounds. Yeah, in the second quarter he banged a three, mm-hmm. and then like the I don't know the next or maybe the right after that going down the court he he like aggressively took it to the rack and dunked it. <laughs> yes. It's like, hey, where has this Kevin Love been? It's changing the game. He said, those are impactful plays. Mm-hmm. He's grabbing those rebounds all aggressively and just securing the ball no matter what. And then he still can do those outlet passes to get the offense moving and transition. Kevin Love's a good guy. You want him on your side. Like, as the head coach, like, Biggerstaff's probably done a really good job getting Kevin Love on his side. Like, come on, man. You can be great. You can extend your career. You can get another contract, but you have to show your willingness to be a team player. And it looks like he's doing it. So good on him. 
They're, Same thing for Rondo. They're winning this year, so that probably helps. Yeah. For him not to be it. Well, he's um, he's part of the reason they're winning. Yeah. When he doesn't try, they don't win. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's making game-changing plays, you know? But, yeah, the win, like when things go the right way and you win games, it, it helps you continue to throw that effort out there. I think last year he lost uh, interest, gave up. But you can't do that. Every game, you got to go out there and do it. But, yeah, the third quarter, I felt like, was the pivotal point in this game. Mm-hmm. At halftime, Miami was up 58-57. to It's a one-point game. Even game. Yeah. There was a point kind of early in the in the second quarter where I caught myself thinking, marketing kind of went on a little run. And I kind of caught myself thinking, like, is he, is he the best player on the team? And then and then Darius Garland like went on a run. I was like, oh no 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 okay, yeah. What am I thinking? <laughs> yeah, and then in the third quarter, Laurie Markkinen <laughs> played the most minutes for the Cavs. Played almost the whole <laughs> quarter and laid a goose egg. Yeah, <laughs> scored zero points. He got a block, but he also turned it over. He missed two threes. Those are the only shots he took. He got all rebound in 10 minutes of play. 10 continuous minutes of play. He got a rebound, turned it over, a block, and missed two threes. That's all he did. 10 straight minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, (laughs) on the other side, Bam is just grabbing up rebounds, (laughs) blocking shots, and dunking on fools' heads. It seemed like in the third quarter, Miami, they kind of went down a little bit, but then they responded with some really high percentage shots inside. It was like Jimmy Butler and Bam just getting inside the paint. Jimmy Butler getting steals. Both of those guys played really well in the third quarter. Jimmy Butler went 5 of 11, played the whole third quarter, 11 points, two steals, two assists. Kyle Lowry was kind of a non-factor, but he only played half of the quarter I think he, that was because he got in that foul trouble he picked up like his fourth foul or something but uh Miami went on a 22-4 run in the third quarter yeah they, it was look at the fucking field goal percentages in the third quarter Cleveland went 4 <laughs> of 16 for 25% Miami went 10 of 24 for 41 almost 42% I mean that's, that was the game right there Miami scored 27 points. Cleveland scored 15 in the third quarter. 15 points in the third quarter? Yeah, you're going to lose. You can give Miami a lot of credit for Cleveland scoring 15 points. Tremendous Miami defense. Maybe Laurie Markkinen's days are numbered. (laughs) I don't know. People still think he can be a guy, huh? I mean, it's one game. Mm-hmm. It is. I don't have a huge point of reference on Markinen, but... That's not a good look. No. In the game, two is six from three. 15 points. Bo, how much money does Laurie Markinen make? Hey, look, I'm going to guess he's on like a 13 to $17 million contract. Let's look. 
He signed a four-year, $67 million contract in, on August, in August of 20, 2021. So this year he's pe- getting paid $15 million. So it goes like 15, 16, 17, 18. He's on million, the first so. year of a pretty sizable contract. He's <laughs> tradable. He's 24. It's possible that there's more. There's more uh, game to come from him. I think he's good. Mm-hmm. He's not a lead guy, but he's a nice role player that can shoot. He's, and he's tall. tall. Yeah, he's tall. Zach Kleiman won't be pl- trading for him. No, that's Timberwolves. <laughs> <laughs> he's a total fucking Timberwolf player. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, well, it's cold and white here. Come on down. He is all potential Timberwolves pick. Yeah, so Miami won. They didn't get swept by Cleveland. They don't play again until the playoffs. If they meet up. Anything they, else? They would have to meet up in like the yeah, like the semifinals or something. Something. Yeah. The way it is now. Yeah. It would not be the first round. You guys got anything else to say on the pick game? Does one say on the pick game? Whatever you want. Talk about the teams that played in the game that you watched. Say it. <laughs> I think I said my piece. Say, Pull uh, one out for, for Rubio. Your life as an NBA championship. Yeah, Rubio. Imagine how great they'd be with Rubio. You can laugh about that, but no, I think I'm serious. Be- what are you talking about? I'm not laughing. Everywhere Rubio goes, it teams get better. What you talking about, Bob? Except, except, except Utah. They didn't use him right. <laughs> so is that it, Brian? Yeah, I mean, you know, Miami, they are who we thought they were, you know. Mm-hmm. They are a good veteran team with, with a good mix of young guys. They're going to make some noise in the postseason, there's no question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cleveland's still young. And we should point out that Miami kept up the intensity and in, in the fourth quarter, like they didn't drop off or anything. They kept it going like a veteran team and closed it out. A team that's been there, done that. You know, a Cleveland with Rubio and Jared Allen could be, you know, maybe we're looking at a at a closer game from the Cavaliers, but mm-hmm. injuries happen in the league. What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Next man up, Ed Davis. Osman Osman Every time they were saying uh, CD Osman I kept thinking All I could hear was Houseman (laughs) (laughs) Houseman With the three They were saying Osman (laughs) Osman had 16 minutes And scored 8 points I don't think you could Play 16 minutes In an NBA game Man, he got he's been on that team forever. He's like the last guy. Him and Kevin Love. Jetty. <laughs> yeah, he was uh he was LeBron's guy, right? Didn't LeBron love him? I think they were pretty tight. That was LeBron just trying to be cool with the young guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that pretty much sums up the pick game. Let's pick a game for next week and uh end this. As fast as possible. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
it's time to go. If you have any questions or complaints, please call House of Hoops at 901-365-75. Let's pick a game for next week. Wait, real quick, Greg Popovich, <laughs> thanks for listening. And thank you, Greg. Uh, thank you to all the Gregs that are listening. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> one one sponsors us with old style. If the other one would sponsor us with some some A to Z, <laughs> we'd be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm all out of drinks. It's cool. Drank them all last night. <laughs> yeah. Go look at my coffee table. <laughs> we'll check it out on the way out. It's just when ashes my, uh, and, and beer bottles everywhere. <laughs> when my parents drive up the, for the next time, whenever that is, I'll have them bring you a 30-pack of hams. Yeah, that's cool. And they can yes. pick up these fucking baseball cards. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, dude. These things got to go. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll send my dad over. They're going to get trashed. He's my dad's. He's going to be like, I don't want him either, son. <laughs> He's like, fuck, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Why am I picking these back up? He'll he'll call me. He'll be at like, so their place in Mississippi, obviously in Mississippi, the only place you can go to is, is Walmart. He'll call me from Walmart and be like, son. I'm like, hey, dad, what's up? He's like. Uh, Walmart, they got these baseball cards. You want me to get you any? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm good, Dad. Thanks. Get get them for your grandson. I don't understand why you're not keeping these things for your kids, Bo. I wonder how much. I bet it would cost like $2,000 to ship these up to fucking St. Paul. (laughs) They'll drive up. No, that's not. That's where these need to go, to your fucking house. That's fine. <laughs> Not to your dad's house or the podcast studio. <laughs> the podcast studio. <laughs> they need to go to your fucking house. <laughs> I'll hold Start. on to them until you're ready to pick them up and take them up there, okay? Yeah, well, I'll tell my dad to come get them. It doesn't matter. I don't want them sitting at your fucking dad's house because I feel like that's not the right move. I think... Pick them up and take them up to St. Paul. That's the move. All right. Well, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Figure it the fuck out. Thanks, Jeff. Next week's pick game. We got like four games left to pick. Four weeks. Anybody looking at the schedule? I'm looking. I've got pulled up. It's just the uh, Grizzly schedule and the Spurs schedule. What's uh, (laughs) up? What are we looking at? Lakers Timberwolves is actually kind of interesting. What day? The cat, uh, Wednesday. She fucked the Lakers. Fuck them. Yeah, I don't really want to watch them right now. Yeah, but the outcome of that game is interesting. Yeah, I'm actually pulling for the Lakers to win these days. I know it's because they're not supposed to. They're well, like, it's they're like an underdog now. <laughs> and like I kind of, I'm kind of interested now that they're an underdog. <laughs> It's more the draft pick than anything. Oh, yeah. What's the situation there? Can you remind us? So the Grizzlies have the Los Angeles Lakers draft pick if it falls between 11 and 30. And as long as the Lakers stay ahead of the Pelicans in the standings, they will finish the season at the at the 11th spot. Who else has rights on that draft pick? 
the Pelicans have the pick from one to ten. That so is, that is interesting. So I, I think the I think the Pelicans want to win. I I would I David Griffin is going to get fired. So I think he wants to win basketball games. So it's weird to pull for the Lakers to win. But it is weird, but not, I want the, not, when, the they, Grizzlies not can, when they suck. <laughs> yeah, not when they suck. That's true. And if the Grizzlies get the 11th pick, man, holy shit. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty That solid. would be awesome. That would be awesome. Just getting, adding depth. Jalen Duran, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Chris Webber. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He is Chris Webber, dude. <laughs> He's not Chris Webber, but he might be Chris Webber. There are games where he looks like fucking Chris Webber. Because <laughs> he doesn't have like the, the range, three point range. Yeah. Like Webber. He's just a total fucking inside player. Yeah. He's hit some jumpers. He's he can hit some short jumpers. Yeah. It'll be interesting well, th- to see if his talent translates as a go to NBA player. So, you know, Thursday is historically the TNT games, right? Thursday? Yeah, so Thursday, I don't know if you guys know what's going on Thursday, but the only NBA game mm-hmm. on Thursday is the Pistons at the Orlando Magic. That's what I was looking at. <laughs> we got to cover the Pistons sometime. I don't know if there's another basketball game outside of the NBA going on Thursday. There are 100 NCAA tournament games mm-hmm. on that night. <laughs> That's like the worst game. Because they know nobody's going to fucking watch. Mm-hmm. Nice job of the NBA schedulers. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, that tells me that they knew there was going to be an NCAA tournament. It was not going to get shut down by COVID. <laughs> nah. I think my buddy Steven's going to some games this year. Oh, cool. Shout out, Steven. <laughs> You're not listening. No. Sure he is. I'm going to throw this one out there. Go on. Friday night. Indiana Pacers at the Houston Rockets. And we have not done the Rockets. Is that correct? Correct. Hmm. And we haven't done the Pacers with Halliburton. Correct. Ooh, I like that. I like that a yeah, lot. Okay. Jeff, um, yeah. how many stars would you give that game and why? Well, for the reasons that Bo just said, three and a half stars. Because we haven't done them. And it's the young guys. And it gives us a look at these teams. Maybe we can see a hole in their team that they can draft for. Maybe Well, we the get Pacers a- are interesting just because of the Carlisle thing. Uh-huh. I want to see how they play. I think the Pacers will be good next year. They have to have a good start to the season. I think the Pacers are a lot like Sacramento, where if they just have a good start to the season, they can be better. Um, but that depends on TJ Warren and Miles Turner. Those guys are important for their success, and neither of those guys played much this year. Turner was garbage. TJ never played. I think this could be a fun game. Could be a close game. Could be interesting. Three and a half stars on a five-star system and why is it a five-star system is maybe what you're asking instead of why do i think it's a three and a half star team it's a five-star system because i'm a five-star man for the new people anybody else see a game 
I really like the Pacers Rockets matchup for the reasons you guys have already <laughs> laid out. I would have given it more than three point five, but really, it's not on me. It's not on me to rank the games. That's on you. Well, we haven't ranked any other games, so three and a half so far winning. I'm assuming that Detroit at Orlando on Thursday night is a zero star game. Nah, I don't want to do Orlando again. And Detroit has more games. We'll try to find a good Detroit game next week, maybe. There's another Houston game on Sunday. They play the Grizzlies. Hmm. Sunday? Mm. We can just use that one to compare, maybe. Yeah, sure. Revenge game for Memphis after losing to Houston, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. Think they're going to lose to Houston again? They really can't afford to. No. They're going to kick that butt. Mm-hmm. Dylan Brooks back, baby. Mm-hmm. Well, we can look this at that true. one. We can look at that one as a reference. Talk about it in a pick game if we want. What else? If your girlfriend posts pictures of herself in swimsuits on Instagram, now's a good time to get her to stop because <laughs> Dylan is back. Dylan's mm. <laughs> Dylan's out and he smells blood. That's right. (laughs) He's coming to Texas. (laughs) He's going to wear whatever Texas girls want him to wear. Uh, What if he shows up to the game in a big-ass cowboy hat? That'd be fucking hilarious. He shows up looking like... uh, Looking like James Harden. Like Lyle Listens. (laughs) (laughs) He shows up looking like Lyle Listens. (laughs) That'd be great. (laughs) <laughs> I can see it now. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> I do like that Celtics Nuggets game on Sunday, but that doesn't need to be a pick game. It just looks fun. Mm-hmm. It just looks like a fun game to watch. Yeah, Jokic, man. Boston. Sign me up. Nuggets. Um, I like both of those teams for some reason. Yeah, I don't really see a lot of nothing else really jumps out at me. I mean, Raptors, I think, Raptors, uh, Sixers looks interesting. Yeah, but that's just fun to watch. It's not a pick game. Friday, Chicago, Phoenix. Um, you know, Chicago is going to lose that game because Phoenix is really good. Mm-hmm. Knicks, Wizards. That's interesting because mm-hmm. of the standings. Wizards need wins. The Wizards are 11, Knicks are 12. There's no way they can catch, though. Like I said, I think the Knicks should just shut it the fuck down. (laughs) They already lost Cam Reddish for the rest of the year. I like both the Houston games. Let's Um, do the Indy one because we haven't done Indy since the trade. I like that. I'm I'm going to watch Memphis-Houston anyway. But, yeah, I want to see my guy Halliburton. Mm-hmm. My, my fantasy team point guard. <laughs> yeah, let's see watch how, it. See how well he performs for me. Um, Friday night in the fantasy postseason that I'm in. Shut up. <laughs> Seven p.m. I'm so sick about the fantasy basketball. Uh, seriously, dude. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking mad. I haven't missed the postseason in fucking years. I don't know if I have ever missed a postseason. 
It's so frustrating. If I had one more week, I would have gotten in. If I had gotten one more win last week and one more category win. You just need one more cat. Mm -hmm. And I think I, like, barely lost rebounds. Where Miles Turner probably would have put me over. You just got to stream better, baby. Stream? I didn't have anybody to drop. Yeah, well, you had plenty to drop. You didn't make the playoffs. That's not true. I guess you're right. I should have gone. I, I should have dr- yeah. traded my whole fucking team out. You just gonna look at your worst player and stream. I, mean, I, I need to tell you what I needed. What I know. I know what you don't know nothing. Fucking exactly what you're saying, but I thought I had it. I thought I was gonna be in the playoffs after this week. I guess everybody else had good weeks that needed good weeks too. While we're talking fantasy, I want to give a quick shout out to Evan. <laughs> Why? Um, he's number one in the league. He lost last week. He uh, he streamed. Uh, Didn't matter to me. <laughs> he did. He streamed Trendon Watford and then dropped him. Trendon Watford, who tonight got me twenty two nine and four blocks. <laughs> Thanks, Evan. Thanks for the drop. Preach. <laughs> All right, it's getting late. Let's wrap it up. Let's get out of here. Are we going to be on next week? Yeah, we'll be on next. Tell week. me, boss. I'm trying to look at the schedule, and uh, I know you're missing a day. It's probably three weeks away. Yeah, spring break. Mm-hmm. We'll take that week off. When you're not available, that'll be our break. Sounds good. We'll take a little break. We'll do two more episodes and then we'll take one off. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Brian, for being here. Thanks for having me. Preach. We weren't as quick as I was hoping we'd be tonight, but that's okay. Still not as long as last week. (laughs) Thank you, Bo, for being here. Appreciate you. Yeah. As always, thanks again, everybody, for listening. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers.